All right. Here we are. Right now. And right about now, I'd like to talk about rejection history. And this is one of those treasure chests which you can invest into <laughs> or dig up <laughs> or discover one of the let's let's put it that way it's a treasure chest that you can discover for yourself if you are in an intimate relationship this is one of those things that you do with your partner with your significant other it is the rejection history now there's a few different versions of this, right? It's related to this family of histories, which is you've got your relationship history, which is where you talk about previous partners that you've been with. And then you've got the lessons from that. There's quite a rich bunch of stuff to discover with that, right? That That's a lot in and of itself. And that's really the main one that you really want to focus on. That's the, the one that you're always drawing on. Like, what are your past lessons from your past experiences? What are the past triumphs and celebrations of past relationships? What did you like about certain relationships? And also what what failed? What was bad? What did you fight about? What did you feel was the reason it went off the tracks? And looking into that and discussing that with your partner is a really great way to discover more about your current relationship and discover more about that other person. That's probably the main one. And there's some other ones as well, like, well, the people that you wanted to be with and you admired, but you didn't get with. And also the ones that wanted to get with you and you didn't allow. And also the ones that you sort of and and really, that's like the ones that you wanted to get with, but you did nothing about, right? That's one category. It's who, it's who you had a crush on, but you never did anything about. And then there's this one here, which is the rejection history, which is the people that you did have a crush on, and you did do something about it, and yet they rejected you. They actually said, no, I don't want to be with you. I'm not interested. Now, of course, that takes many forms, right? Sometimes it's very subtle. Sometimes it's very dramatic. And... Really, rejection is one of the most painful things. It is one of the most hurtful things. There is a tremendous amount of fear around rejection. There's a a tremendous amount of pain around rejection. I mean, it really just exposes everything. It it exposes your desire. It exposes your lust. It exposes your helplessness. It exposes the imbalance of power right it's a really it's a really sort of dirty thing now a lot of the time we hide that from ourselves we don't want to be seen as the weaker person the loser right oh that loser got rejected what an idiot what a low status person right so when we're talking with our significant partner we want to be seen as strong to them right we don't, we don't want to admit these past embarrassments right But here's where rejection history comes in. You actually embrace that. With rejection history, you actually go into this and discuss it in a mature way. And you really talk about the specifics, the details. What was the exact scenario? 
What did you actually feel? How did you actually feel towards that person? What did you actually say to them? How did you actually indicate to them? A lot of the time, rejection is not always so black and white. And when you talk about some of these experiences, you might find that actually you might not have indicated very clearly that you really liked them. And (laughs) depending on who you are, you might say, well, I've never really been rejected. I've always been able to navigate that sphere or that world, that space in the intrapersonal sphere well, which means I've never really been rejected. And if that's the case, and you're really going into this and you're really being true about this, then you might find that, well, it's like, where are your guts? Have you really tried? Have you really pushed yourself out into a relationship? Have you really put yourself out into the the interpersonal sphere, the social sphere? If you've never been rejected, you've never really done that. If you talk about this with your partner long enough, it can actually turn into a kind of point of pride, right? Like, oh, I've been rejected by so many people, right? Just notice how it feels to say that. I've been rejected by so many people. I've been rejected by some of the most incredible people. Gorgeous women. Beautiful women. There were women that I just loved to absolute death. I would have done anything for them. I would have gone to the end of the world for them and they just rejected me. They left me flat. And it's like, well, hang on, how many of these women did you actually approach? How many of these people did you actually talk to? Did you really make it clear? Did you really lay it all on the line? And when you assess that, you might say, well, maybe I need to do put myself out there. Maybe I need to actually go out and get rejected as a way of practice, right? This turns around this whole vulnerability. This turns around this whole thing of, well, there's this barrier between me and other people. And that that barrier is actually something that I can work with. I can fluctuate in and out of, and I can overstep as a way of breaking into a new kind of freedom. Because remember, freedom is the crossing of boundaries. Freedom is found when you cross a boundary, whatever kind of boundary that is, whether it's a six-foot barbed wire fence or it's a feeling that There's separation between you and another person. Now, there's another side to this, which you can talk about with your partner when you're doing rejection history. This is also when you have rejected someone else. Now, you might have to think hard about this. You might really have to think, when have I rejected someone? And you might at first think, well, no one's ever come up to me and said, oh, can you be my boyfriend? And you've said no. Now, probably that's happened at least some of the time, right? But beyond that, there's also the times when they've just indicated. They've just actually given hints and they've been giving these hints and you've sort of just not responded. And it's not like you've rejected them. It's just like for you on your side that... You know, nothing's happened. It's just it's just nothing. It's not a rejection. It's just there's no resonance. I'm not interested in the person. You know, I never thought about the person again. It's just like, 
you know, I didn't, I didn't even know that I rejected them. And then I've realized later on, right? And this ha- this has happened to me, right? <laughs> I mean, I've been, I've been rejected. I've been rejected and I have rejected people. Not at any high rate. Like I wouldn't say that my, you know, relationship dynamic is very alive and always changing. I'm very much, for the majority of my time, an isolated, alone, introspective person. And yet, when I think about this, when I think about rejection history, I mean, I've had both. I mean, there was this, I mean, most recently, there was this girl that that was just to die for. She was this Asian girl and she had so much spark and she was Australian too, like an Asian Australian. Like that, that for me is just to absolute die for. And she had this great job and she had this great outlook and she was so strong and so upbeat and just so cute and so short and the spark in her eyes i was just like oh my god i could marry you in a second and the whole time we were like hitting it off and having these great conversations and really going back and forth and i was just like holding myself the whole time just like oh my god you're killing me and i just have to remain cool right <laughs> it's that whole thing of just just be cool don't come on too strong you can't do this and and i mean the situation in which we we met was really not appropriate for that kind of banter or anything like that so yeah and i mean months later i i all i really did was send her a message and asked her out and of course i didn't hear back at all and and for me that was a rejection and i'm i'm pretty confident that i made it sh- i made it clear that i was actually making an advance right because that's the thing about rejection you have to be absolutely sure that they knew what your intention was if you're vague if you're just giving hints and then you get some sort of pushback on that then that doesn't really count as a rejection. That's just testing the water. That's just sort of testing the boundary. Of course, many people actually go too far. They actually get rejected and then they come back again and again and they're overstepping the boundary. And that sort of difference, well, that's something that men and women need to navigate. And of course, it goes the other way as well in that sometimes people give an indication of no And it's not a strong enough indication of no. You do actually have to state your boundaries. If you're not interested in someone and you can see they are making advances, it is your responsibility to actually say no. No means no. Well, you do have to say no. And maybe this is getting into a little bit of a tangent that we can explore more in another conversation. But... To sort of get back to this story, you know, like I was so hung up about this girl and she, you know, she was the world to me. It was so, it would have been so easy for me to just go head over heels for her. And yet, you know, it just ended. It was just like, okay, that's rejection, you know, and I was pissed off about it for some time and then I just got over it, right? I just moved on to other things. That's just how life goes. You have to learn to ebb and flow. And I was thinking about this thing of, 
rejection history. And I wondered, well, now, has that, have I ever done that to someone else? Has that ever happened to me? And I realized, yeah, that has happened to me, particularly when I was traveling, right? When I was overseas, I remember this, this cute Indian girl. She just walked up to me one day and said, oh, I just die when I see you smile. And I was like, whoa, I had no idea, right? We had talked a little bit. And I was like, that's really cute. And she said, oh, do you want to go out for dinner? We can have dinner together. I'd love to have dinner with you. And I said, I'd love to, but I have a girlfriend at the moment. And she said, I don't care. We can go out anyway. How do you know she's right for you? I might be right for you. And I was like, whoa, that's strong. And that's amazing, right? When that happens, guys love that. I I mean, maybe not all guys, but... Speak for yourself, right? But I love it when girls come on strong. It's this it's just so it's so good. And of course I was true to my girlfriend at the time. I mean, it was like, yeah, so I rejected her for that reason. But also I thought, well, there's no resonance there. There's no interest, you know? So that was a kind of rejection. And then another time when I was traveling, it was this uh Ukrainian girl, maybe I shouldn't say who it was, <laughs> maybe saying is, is is Indian girl and this Ukrainian girl, maybe it's saying too much and people might, <laughs> people who know me might be able to guess who it is. <laughs> so let's just say a European, let's just say this European girl was like talking with me and we talked quite a lot and we sort of had some fiery conversations, but from my side, there was no, there was never any attraction towards her. Like I never felt any sort of attraction towards her. I just enjoyed our conversations as friends. And I realized later when she left that it was like, oh, ah, oh, she was actually making advances. She was actually trying to test the boundary. And I don't know if that was a real straight up rejection, Maybe maybe I've got it wrong, right? Maybe I'm just imagining this. But that was another situation where it was like, ah, oh, okay, so that's what's going on there. So that's a little bit about my personal experiences with the rejection history and the things that I would sort of talk about. And you can see there, right, that even in that, there's a kind of dynamic going on. There's a discovering of how relationships are working for me and how I'm feeling about them and how there's there's disappointment and there's desire and there's also indifference and there's also right more specifically if i would go into the specifics of what i actually said then that would be something you can do with your partner being actually detailed in how the scene played out is very important with this discussion of rejection history but right there's a discovery there and if you if you really look through this and you really make yourself vulnerable, right? If you really realize, look, there was this mega hot, gorgeous, just 10 out of 10 woman and she just downright flat rejected you, right? You're a loser. She's nowhere near, you're, you're nowhere near as good as her, right? That facing that fact, that's such a cold, hard, stone, brutal fact to face. It's so hurtful. And yet there's a power in, in admitting that, admitting that to your partner and realizing, well, that means I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful for your understanding. I'm grateful that I've discovered someone who can actually have these conversations with me. And that is more powerful, right? That understanding, that connection is more powerful than dating a perfect 10. 
if you can really reject someone, if you can really talk with someone about the rejection, rather, or you can really reject, (laughs) what am I trying to say? Let me get this right. If you can really talk with someone about rejection and really actually make yourself vulnerable, that will form a connection that is so much more powerful than anything than you can imagine. Because we are hurt. We are disappointed. We are afraid to confront the fact that there are people better than us. They're just better in every way. We're afraid to confront the fact that our desires have been unfulfilled. Our needs have been unfulfilled. Our dreams have not played out the way we wanted to. And to find acceptance in those things is to actually wake up to the reality of the situation. It's actually to take the first steps towards being grateful for the life we do have. Being grateful for the people that we do have in our lives. For the connections that we have made. For the conversations that we have had. For the beauty of being able to make yourself vulnerable. And also accepting it in someone else. Right? Rejection history goes two ways. You share it from your side and you also listen from one other side. And remember, when someone tells you a story about how they were rejected, don't go off on this whole thing of, oh, you're such a loser. Even though it's very natural to sort of think that, right? See the wisdom in making yourself vulnerable. See the wisdom in someone who is able to actually speak their truth as cold and as hard as it is, as depressing and as sad as it is. Sick, sad world, right? What is that, what is that comic strip? It's a sad world. Sick, sick, sad world? Big, bad world? Anyway, I can't remember, but I'm sure there's a comic strip about this exact thing, right? <laughs> Somewhere out there, there's a comic strip. Well, I mean, there's a comic strip about everything in some ways. <laughs> so maybe that's not a appropriate tangent, but that's a little bit of the dynamics around rejection history. And it's something that's ongoing. If you're sharing this with your partner, don't do the whole history in one sitting. Just have stories that come up every now and then. Just do one person, one moment every now and then. It's something that you come back to again and again for gratitude, for connection, for realizing what is it that you really wanted. What do you really want in a partner, right? That's another thing that dovetails nicely with this. What is your ideal partner? What is your ideal connection? What does it mean for you to be connected with someone? What does it mean for someone to really know you? That's a sort of meta question, right? That's a sort of epistemological question. That's about the mechanics of connection. That's the mechanics of self-knowledge and self-expression, which is a slightly different conversation again, but that dovetails nicely with this. And you can discover these mechanics by sharing your rejection history. So those are a few thoughts. And the last thing I'll say is do make sure you share this with your significant other and not with just anyone. Because it needs to be shared in a space of trust. 
So don't trust it with just anyone. I mean, if you've got a close friend and you can do it with them, that can be a very good conversation. And if you're you're going for something socially, you're trying to be experimental so socially, then you can try it in a social situation. But generally speaking, when you're sharing rejection history, it's in a place of trust and a place of understanding. And you can establish that simply by explaining this. Right? You can say, I'd like to share my rejection my rejection history with you. I thought we could both share it together. Let's talk about it. Or let's have a conversation about the times we've been rejected. Right? There's a great power in that. If you set the parameters, if you set the presuppositions, if you set the understanding that that's what we're talking about, then that's okay. If they're on board with the conversation, then that's okay. So don't just launch off into it. Establish trust. Establish your place first and then go into it. So that's rejection history. Now, I will also mention that if you like talking about this, these relationship dynamics, I will direct you to my OnlyFans account. Now, I don't talk about this very often, but I do have an OnlyFans account. and We talk about sex. We talk about tantra. We talk about the yin and the yang, the masculine and the feminine. And we talk about more deeply these intimate dynamics, the dynamics between your intimate partner. So if you'd like more content, you can go over and subscribe to my OnlyFans. There will be a link somewhere in this description. There's already some videos there. By the time you hear this, most likely there will be even more. So that's just something I thought I would mention. Otherwise, you can just try rejection history. Thanks very much for tuning in. And that's all I have to say for now.